podcast. Hi guys and welcome back to the Female Fitness Podcast. I'm your host Danny, and today I am joined by a guest in the form of Joe. Joe is a friend of mine. He's also a, an online coach and an in-person personal trainer and he used to compete in bodybuilding but now he's moved over to more of a CrossFit slash slash functional style of training and his life has changed quite a bit since he used to compete and I wanted to talk to him about that transition and I think it will be really helpful for you guys to hear from Joe and also hear from a male's perspective because I don't think that there's many guys talking about this sort of transition and how that looks so Joe briefly let's start with when you used to compete in bodybuilding so when was it that you started competing and how did you do in the shows that you did um I think my I only did one season of shows and that were enough for me um I, yeah it was 20 22 so I was I was still a junior so I think I must have been 21 or 22 um and I entered a regional I ended up winning that which then I went to a British and came second, which at, at the time I was, I was buzzing with, but um, as you slowly, slowly start getting deeper into it, you um, you realise what's what. But yeah, so I did it for around three years, like strict. Um, I'd always trained before, like I'd always done sports before, um, and then I just went into bodybuilding and obviously went down that route for a bit, and then here I am. And what federations did you compete with, Joe? Um, this is how untouched and untouched I am with it. Uh, two rows. I forget because I'm I'm so thing. Yeah, two rows. I did. They were in London, Maidenhead. It were. Yeah. Um, they were both there. To be fair, they were, they were good run shows. Um, and I think that's like quite a all right uh, fed to do it with. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you touched briefly on how you did at those shows, but I sort of want to emphasize to people on this podcast how you actually genetically and from the work that you've obviously put in, you do have quite a lot of potential from a bodybuilding perspective as well. It's not like you've just stopped bodybuilding because you didn't do well. You actually did well and you had a lot of potential. Yeah, it, I think I think it's the I always think this with with what with bodybuilding and it's not a it's not a dig or anything but I I now from like looking back I see myself as like if you put it into like football perspective how I like a Sunday league bodybuilder if you know what I mean I've done a regional which personally I think now isn't as sort of high end as I thought I was when I was doing it when I thought when I was doing it I thought I was like a Premier League status bodybuilder but yeah, I did all right in the ones I did. Um, but yeah, it weren't that I didn't do well. It weren't that I were, I quit because I didn't win. I won and then ended up quitting. If you can say quitting, I'm not a quitter, but you know what I mean? I left that sort of style of training and that lifestyle behind. I think the right wording is you just change direction. And yeah, yeah. allowed yourself to do what was right for you as opposed to just carrying on for the sake of it but like I said you did have a, sh- a shed load of potential like you've got a great physique you've got a great shape and I think if you had have carried on you'd have done very well as a bodybuilder mm-hmm. but you just knew that that wasn't right for you yeah I think I think to be fair you, 
like a few people have said it and I feel like that's when I ended up like switching. People were a lot like, had a lot to say about it because maybe that potential to do well were there and they couldn't get their head round why I'd sort of sack that off to go and yeah. jump around in a CrossFit gym. But it's a, it's a lot more than just how you look and it's a lot more than sort of like what meets the eye. There's a lot more going off in your head and how you live and everything than just what you look like on stage for five minutes. Yeah, definitely. And so what was your initial reason for competing in bodybuilding in the first place? Um, This is my, I, I don't even, I just sort of like ended up falling into it. I, um, I got into the gym because I played ice hockey and I needed to put a bit of size on for that and then fell in love with more of the training did that and then trained and then like just ended up competing it was like a whirlwind it like I'd start training in the gym and then I snapped my fingers an hour a week out from doing a show it was just weird I think my circle sort of at that time everyone was sort of doing that and that was sort of like the cool thing to do so I thought I'm what I am like that though I am like oh I'll have a crack at that I'll do that and then I end up yeah doing what I do yeah I think a lot of people do that with bodybuilding they sort of fall into it and then before they know it it's almost taken over their life and they're like oh shit like I didn't really I didn't really intend on getting this deep into it and it's like shit it's actually my life now (laughs) do you know what I mean yeah because you do that is that's bang on it like you 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 start and then you it's even little things like you're slowly buying protein you're slowly buying other things and you're slowly like it's growing like the it's like an aura, that aura slowly growing, you're turning more and more into like a bodybuilder. Um, and then before you know it, it's everything because it does do that. Like, I don't care what anyone says. If you want to do it, it'll take, take over your life like 100%. Um, yeah. Because there is that like idea behind it that you can't do nothing else other than that. And I feel like that's what my issue were. I don't really feel I was ever going to be like your typical bodybuilder because I do enjoy eating other things. I enjoy like go to a beefer. I enjoy life more. So I was never really in that click. Like I'd go and train at certain gyms, like say Ultraflex, and I just never fitted into that typical bodybuilder crew, if you know what I mean. Because I just have other aspirations to life. Yeah, no, that makes sense. No, I like that. And when was it that you realised that you actually no longer wanted to compete in bodybuilding anymore? And why was that? My, it is as simple as my mental health. Um, there, there was one, it, I'm not saying it's like, if anyone's watching it and they're a bodybuilder and they're probably like, maybe get a bit annoyed at what I'm going to say, but my personal journey with it, my mental health just deteriorated and I just spiralled into something I weren't, I were like, you obviously know what I'm like when you see me and stuff, I'm happy and, that bubbly and funny person, but I just turned into this dick. Um, and then I thought, because I was just, everything around me were just getting ruined because of what I was like, like relationships, friendships, everything were just getting done in for this goal to stand on stage for five minutes. It's it's absolutely mad. And I just, it got to a point I couldn't do it anymore. And I yeah. Changed. And when you say that happened, so your mental health deteriorated and your personality changed a little bit, did you notice that when it was happening or was there a point where you were like, oh shit, this has changed? 
Um, no, not at the time because you sort of you sort of like ignorant to it. You, you don't. I didn't care, and I know a lot. Not a lot of other people like aren't bothered. Like they will happily sack friendships off they've had for years because uh, to go to gym or to compete, and it's like you have to sit and you think, is it all worth it? Like, like well, it's not like at all. It's, it's you're literally going at gym. You're standing on stages, but it does, like you said, like I said earlier, it takes over everything. And in in my mindset, I was the normal one, and everyone else who was going out and enjoying holidays and time with a family, like they're weird. And it, and I, and now, it's just crazy to think that I'd turn down like meals out and time with family because I had to eat chicken and rice. Yeah, when you took that, like almost like a step back from bodybuilding that you realized, because like you said, you thought that you were the normal one when you were doing it. So was it when you took a step back that you then realized, actually, that's not that's not me. And that's not like what is normal for me. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I I took it. It was slow. Obviously, you can vouch that like you were there and you've seen it all. Like I look constantly like, right, I'm cutting now. Now, now I'm bulking a bit. Now I'm doing this. I ought, it took, it took, it took maybe a year or so to get it like solely just out of my head. Um, but yes, I, um, like them trips we had to like with them and stuff. Like I was like, this is what like fitness should be. Not right. I have to eat two hours before I have to, and it just, everything just sort of clicked one day. And then I thought, oh, no, it's not. It's not everything. It's it's weird. It's like a like a euphoric moment when you realise there's more to life than than that. Um, it's almost like I feel anyway. It's like you find freedom again, and you're like, oh my god, this is amazing. Like yeah. this is life. It's mad. It's mad. Little things like like at work, if there's some like someone I don't know, say a client's brought me something to eat, to eat or. I don't know, like a pro, summer, anything little, and you're like, oh, I can have that, and there's no repercussions. Like, back in the day, I remember it was my birthday, and I was, co- like, coaching that day, and, I, like, a few clients had brought me stuff in, and because it weren't on my plan to eat, I, I said thanks and that, but it all come home, and it got passed on, it didn't get out. And I was like, what, if, what, what am I doing? At, at the time, I was like, no, I can't eat that. But now... I'm like, mate, just eat the whisper gold. It's not going to do it. Yeah, definitely. And when it comes to nutrition, because you've just touched on that briefly, have you had any struggles since you've sort of moved away from bodybuilding? Because it can be really difficult when you initially remove that structure. And I think it can feel quite confusing. And some people feel a little bit lost when they remove that structure and they're sort of moving back into normal life and they don't really know how what to do with their nutrition anymore. So did you have any struggles like making that transition? One million percent. I convinced myself that I had a binge eating problem because I'd had two bowls of cereal. Like and I said that to you. I was like, oh, I keep binge eating. I can't stop. Like I'm a mess. And I and I'd tell you what I'd had, and you'd be like, you had two bowls of cereal, like. And because I was still in that, I weren't bodybuilding really. I was doing more like functional, but because my head was still bodybuilding, I was like, if I eat out other than that's what that's on this plan, then it's a binge or, and that that took ages. That took so long. But now, obviously with CrossFit. I need to eat more because I'm like 
expending a lot more than I ever have done. Yeah. Um, like, I, like I love food and it's, it's, it's a massive part of my day, but that, that, that routine really isn't there. I'm like, I flexibly, I'm, I eat when I'm hungry. I make smart choices and yeah, I see food, food, food now as like, I, I associate, like if I'm having a good time, say if I'm going out, food will be in, like with it. And I was told and ordered before in bodybuilding that I need to like disconnect from that happiness and food relationship where like that I don't I don't feel like that should be ever told to someone shouldn't shouldn't be told shouldn't be told what to enjoy and what to not enjoy yeah and now do you track your food or do you follow any sort of like meal plan or anything like that or do you just do you not track at all no everything gets eyeballed um like if if I say I think if I'm going on holiday I'll just stop pouring as much oats in a bowl I'll not wait I like I'm not like my clients and stuff track and but I have been tracking for god knows how many years when I'm doing bodybuilding like I know what's in food um but no I don't I don't track macros anymore um I yeah. just need my, my got my thing now food is make sure I'm eating enough eating enough to fuel um crossfit because it's it's apparent when I'm not eating enough that my performance drops so yeah it's just a case of getting enough food in to make sure I can do what I need to do yeah and when you were struggling with food when you felt like you weren't in a very good place with it when you were telling yourself that you're you were binging and things like that was there any anything specific that you did or any specific thought processes that helped change the way that you viewed food for the better I think it's when my training started changing. When I know, when my mum, because I went through a stage of not knowing what to do training wise. So I was, I was like doing, it's like a few body, say bodybuilding ish sessions. I was like doing hypertrophy sort of style. And then one at days I would run, one at days I'd swim or summer. And then it would get into a point that I was getting like, like so tired. And I know what I'm on, obviously know what I'm doing with food. And I thought, yeah, I'm not eating enough. So obviously I started doing more because I'm a bit like, I like doing stuff. So I needed to eat to fuel that. And then it just sort of clicked. There weren't any sort of like big thing I did or it was just like, I was getting so tired at work. I was like absolutely knackered. I couldn't train properly. And then that sort of spiraled. And then I thought, now nah, just eat more. So it weren't a massive, um, like I didn't read any books or it was just, right, you're doing more, so eat more. Um, and it sort of just clicked, which I'm very lucky because I know other people have struggled a lot more than that. Um, but yeah, it was just a case of doing more to eat more. Yeah. And from a training perspective now, what does your training look like? And what are you enjoying about the training that you do now in comparison to when you were bodybuilding? So, yeah, I'm solely just, I just, yeah, just CrossFit now. So um, usually my days start quite early. Um, and the days will start with like a conditioning piece and then weights in the afternoon. So I do train twice a day, which I know a lot of people think you shouldn't do, but I enjoy moving. I can't sit still. So that's how I, that's how I like to live. Um, it's a lot. And I know like, I'm, I thought when I said that, that that sounds a lot like bodybuilding, that you'd go on your stairs and then you train weights, but it's so different because like, I, I enjoy it so much more like, I'm not just stood on stairs 
podding on, like my conditioning, I'm skiing, I'm running, I'm doing different things. And but yeah, there's there's that structure. So I train. I have Sundays as a complete rest day, and then just m- Monday to Saturdays just full full training. And then when competitions come up for CrossFit, obviously dialing and sort of focus on trying to do all right in them. But yeah, my training now, it's just, I enjoy it. I enjoy it so much more because as a kid, I was that person who would do everything. And I feel CrossFit is, like, obviously you do everything. Um, and yeah, it's meant, I, talk, I, like, I get like a bit welled up when I talk about it. It's weird because I enjoy it that much. I just start smiling. And I've never, even when I did bodybuilding, I never had that. It would just, yeah, I train, I get big. It was never that. It were, I were never like, smiling and stuff when I talk about it it's it's good it's it's very it's sick yeah and has that transferred into how happy you feel on a daily basis in your life 100% I'm like a new new person like all my clients have said it like my relationships have said it friends family everyone everyone says that I'm a new completely new person which is what you sort of want I want people who are around me to feel good and when I did bodybuilding I just didn't I was just just so negative all the time if it weren't bodybuilding it would no so but yeah it's, it, life now is it's different it's, it's so different it's it's a lot more positive it's a lot more like free if you can say that. I'm a lot more free I'm not like tied into a certain thing I can do bits and bobs it's class yeah one of the things that I really appreciate since moving away from bodybuilding is again like you've just said that freedom and the ability to say yes to things and mm. not have my day revolve around my meals and my training yeah. and cardio and you know at the end of the day bodybuilding it takes up the majority of your life like if you really want to do as well as you can in it and so much of your day and so much of your brain space is taken up by bodybuilding so like what I really appreciate now is just being able to say yes to things being able to like when I'm with my friends actually be present with them opposed to thinking about when I'm going to get back for my next meal or my training session or something like that and it makes such a big difference to your life it it's mad it's it's so like I I, we weighed it up like me and all my mates got together um like a while back and we weighed it up how long that I'd gone without going and having a drink with and and I'm not saying I'm like a like a piss head but them little it's the little things little things add up that you you miss you miss birthdays you miss this you miss that to go to gym to eat out or a Tupperware to because it is everything it does it, it does consume you um and I feel like when you are physique goal like driven it will take over. And that's why like I've took this into clients myself. There's n- no client really now that has physique-based goals. The physique-based goal will be secondary to a um performance-based goal. Um I'm, I like I work it together. So if someone comes to me and says, Oh, I want to look like this, I'm like, right, so let's that's have that as a byproduct don't have that as a focus or you'll just end up spiraling out of control. And that's what I did. Yeah. I always wanted to be bigger, always could be leaner. And then it just, it goes, it goes West. Yeah. I like to say to people, like, if you focus on how you feel, perform and recover, your body composition will improve. Yeah. But it doesn't have to be the main focus. It doesn't have to take over your life. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. It is that it's like, if, 
say if you're working towards a goal, like a fitness goal, there's, it's only right that you're going to eat the right foods to get to that goal. And you, you, your body's only going to change and, and follow suit. Um, but say you put, and I always say like, what's going to make you happy? Like what will make you most happy? If someone says, I want to lose two stone, how do you think, why will that make you happy? What, what do you think that'll make you happy? And then you sort of break it down that it's, they want to feel confident. It's not that they want to lose two stone. It's the confidence that they feel they'll get with losing two stone. So the goal is to feel more confident. So then you just break it down and, and see and see how it works with that. I think some people that are in the bodybuilding world are sometimes scared that if they take a step back from bodybuilding, it might have a negative impact on their business when they're an online coach or a personal trainer. How have you found the transition away from bodybuilding has impacted your business? Well, it's, it's gone, it's like it's gone on a treadmill and someone's turned treadmill to max speed. Um, a lot of people have seen sort of what I've done and I won't say copied, but sort of seen that you can obviously, you can stay in decent shape, you can eat good food and you can be fit and healthy and everything else. And a lot of people have sort of followed suit and done it. Um, and with that, a lot of people have seen I've done it. So a lot of people have come to me to help them do it. So business has just flown. Um, and that weren't the reason to do it. And that's what's like the most like natural thing about it, that it was a natural thing of me leaving because it worked for me. And then people seeing how it, happy it made me and how like fit I am and everything else. And they, they see it and they're like, oh, I fancy a bit of that. Um, and then it's only right that people are going to try and get involved. And it's, it's class, like so many people are doing it and it's, it's so good to see and help as many people do it as possible, which it's good. And um, yeah, there's so many healthy faces about it. It's good, good to see. And I think it's just reassuring for people to hear that your move away from bodybuilding hasn't had a negative impact on your business because I think a lot of people force themselves to continue with bodybuilding because they feel like they have to for their business to survive, which is obviously not the case. Yeah, no. When you when you when you I, I broke it down to a like like to a bodybuilding coach who was saying the exact same who came to the gym over week. Like when you if you put bodybuilders in a I don't know in a bin like of the whole amount of people in the world there's not that many people who want to be an IFBB pro so many people want to be fit and healthy so you've just got to weigh it up what what how many people are you going to really attract doing that than if you're doing this and you were like it's like someone had dropped a penny in his head I was like it's not an odd analogy to look at not many people want to stand in stage in some in a fong yeah a full-grown man don't want to stand on stage in a fong it's just not really like a rearing like thing a lot of people want to be healthy and fit um so if you wanted to go down that route do it but you've got to do things off your own back i feel like if if you're not if you're not if that's holding your back then you're just going to lie to yourself and it's going to be spiraling even worse out of control that your mental health will take a knock because you're doing something every day that you're not really interested in doing Exactly. And if you're doing, if you're forcing yourself to do something that you're not really passionate about, that's going to show and it's going to show in the effort that you're able to put into it as well. Like you feel so aligned now with what you're doing and the message that you're promoting, you're passionate about it and that shows and that is going to attract people. 100%. I, I thought that I was lying. I could, I, I felt guilty coaching bodybuilders when I'd quit because I was like, I'm not interested in this. This is not like, 
I, I weren't excited to wake up in the morning. Like I, I'll wake up at like four in the morning near enough every day and do a run and then go to work at five. But there's never a time where I'm like peeling myself out of bed. It's I'm up because I'm excited to go and help people who are on the same sort of track as me, not just wanting to get big. I felt like a fraud trying to get people big when I was like, I don't want to be big myself. Yeah. And that is it. You just lie to yourself. And then you, 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 your coaching slips. Um, and it is your coaching slips and you don't earn as much money. Then you're not helping as many people. Then you're going to get upset about that. And it's just a spiral, like a downward spiral. So if you are listening and you're wanting to change, just just do it. Don't don't feel pressured to carry on doing something you don't want to do. Yeah, exactly. I think it's it's so important to get that message across and to help people do what they feel aligned with and what they feel passionate about. Because like I said, that passion will show and the effort they're able to give to it and their success, not just personally but professionally as well. Yeah. And when it comes to your training, do you have any goals in terms of like, are you planning to compete or anything like that in CrossFit? Yeah, so I've done two now. I've done two competitions. Uh, I did, when was it last weekend? Last weekend I came second, which were all right. The places are growing. But yeah, like the, the goal, I am very competitive. So if I'm going to do something, I want to be like very good at it. So that um, the performance element is like exactly like right up my street so yeah the goal is just to be as fit as healthy and as happy as I can like as as, as cliche as it might sound that is it um, and it all goes hand in hand for me if I'm fit I'm healthy and if I'm fit and healthy I'm happy so that's just the goal really and being yeah. the best crossfitter in the world yeah gets the brains um and just to touch on, you spoke about food a little bit earlier. Have you struggled with body image at all? And how is your body image now, if so, in comparison to when you were competing in bodybuilding? Uh, yeah, I won't lie and say that I, I didn't struggle because I did. I convinced myself that I was fat for ages and unhealthy. And, and yeah, that was that bad. Um, but like body, like I'm a big preacher in this now. I put a post on the other week about trying to help people who are leaving bodybuilding to do this. You are gonna put like put a bit a bit more body fat on, and it's it, I accept it. I like I'm I'm open to a bit more, bit more body fat because it means I'll get stronger or things like that. But when I first did start, it were a big change. I was like, what what is happening to me? I'm not as popping. My arms aren't as big. My like calves aren't as big, and everything. It was just like adding up. But when you like break it down again, that's not the goal. If the, if the goal was that, I'd train for that, but I don't. So I can't really complain if I, my arms are getting smaller when I don't directly train them. But, um, yeah, it, it, it took a while. It took a while, but then obviously when I sort of thought, yeah, that's not the goal, so it don't really align with me anyway. But, um, yeah, I've lost – I don't – weight-wise, I don't know because I don't really weigh myself, but I know I've obviously put a bit more body fat on and I'm not – shredded like some of my mates um I'd say that's the only really that sort of hard sort of place I were that a lot of my mates do still do bodybuilding and I'm not as shredded as them and like if we go on holiday or summer and they're like I don't know them little jokes like, I'm peeled and I'm like yeah but I'm fit it's just knowing what what I want um I am still surrounded by quite a lot of bodybuilders as well so that sort of that at the start it sort of got me a bit they're all peeled and stuff but it's more to life than being shredded 
I like croissants too much to be shredded anyway, so. Yeah. Not what enough. do you think has helped you get to a better point with your body image, so to improve your body image? Um, I just I just disconnected and and like I said about performance, I just set performance based goals and like I've never been as fit in my life. I've never been as healthy in my life. So if not having a six pack means them two things, then I'd happily be fit and healthy. Like yeah. it, it means absolutely minimal. Like um, to me anyway. I know a lot of people are different on what they see themselves like, um, but I did convincement like I've, I even said it to you when we're training that I feel like watery I kept convincing myself I was watery all the time and then it, 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 yeah and you, I weren't but um but for, like I am like a strong believer in setting performance-based goals I keep going on about it but when, once you do that you will switch off from being shredded um like you'll think oh I can run a 5k in 90 minutes oh, that's that's better than having a six pack yeah anyway and I think as well, the, the fact that you just pointed out, like when we were training together and you were in that immediate post-show period, you were pointing out things like you were saying, I'm watery or I might run in a fat loss phase, things like that. You were very focused on your external appearance, but that is a natural result of competing in bodybuilding because that's what you're judged on. When you step on stage, you are judged on your external appearance, your physique, and how shredded you are to such a minute detail because obviously there's what 20 plus bodybuilders on a stage being judged on how big you are how lean you are and your physique is is literally picked apart and on a daily you know in the run-up to a show you're taking check-ins every single day almost your day literally revolves around your external appearance and so it's only natural then when you come away from that to still struggle with overanalyzing your external appearance to some extent but that's where I think it gets important to then shift your focus like you have to how healthy you are how how much happier you are your performance-based goals and it just, it comes down to accepting it's going to take time for you to change your mindset and change your focus areas after you've been so heavily focused on your physique for so long. Yeah. And it's only natural to, to feel like still focused on your external appearance initially. And it just takes time to recognize the positives of like gaining a bit more body fat, being more performance focused mm. um, and acceptance in your body change. I think people need to like, if, you, if people are like listening at that, like that's just it nail on head that it, it is, it's going to happen. You are going to still for a while, unless you're some superhuman and you can just switch like that. Um, you are going to still have them little niggles there where it's like, oh, like yeah, I'm not as shredded. I'm not as peeled. I'm not as this. I'm not as that. Because like you said, you're getting picked apart on absolutely everything. You put an Instagram picture on when you're on, like when you're on a prep, the amount of people will look at that and zoom in every little minor detail is absolutely insane so that mindset took a while it took at least six months maybe even longer for me to to like just disconnect that yeah. to a point where I can put a picture on Instagram with my top off now and I'm just not like I'm just not bothered I train with a top off all the time but it's not a, it's not a case of like look at me it's just because I'm sweating my absolute bean off so yeah it's just you just need that that disconnected that that I'd say that's probably the hardest thing um, because I've spoke to a lot of people 
who are doing this at the minute and they're like, I'm scared to lose muscle, I'm scared to lose this, I'm scared to do that. And it's just a case of like, it's, it's probably going to happen, but of a risk to reward, you're going to feel a lot happier, a lot healthier. Does it matter if you lose an inch on your arms? Not really. And it's also refreshing to know that other people don't give a shit like how shredded you are. The people who actually care about you and who you value in your life do not give a single shit whether you're 10 pounds lighter or 10 pounds heavier in regards to muscle tissue or fat mass. Yeah, 100%. I've I've had so so many more compliments now on my appearance than I ever did when I did bodybuilding. Like, like, and that's and on art. I look healthier, I look happier. And, and, it, and that goes a lot further than any other compliment that I got off your regular Barry in a, in a bodybuilding gym where he's like, oh yeah, you've got good calves, mate. I'm like, yeah, cheers, pal. That means no, like, someone's, someone going out of the way, out of, out of the time of the day to say that you look happy and you look healthy. I feel like that's the best compliment anyone can sort of give anyone. Not, oh, you've got a big chest, pal. Like, that's just like a passing comment, but someone saying you're happy and you're healthy, like, goes goes um, a million miles. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's really refreshing to hear you, like, say and be open about the fact that you have struggled with things like body image, because a lot of guys don't talk about it. A lot of girls are talking about it more now who Mm. are coming away from competing, but a lot of men don't talk about it openly. And it's really important that people are open to talking about it more so that people don't just suppress it and pretend that they aren't having those issues. Yeah, it's, a, it's in men, it's a, it's a known thing. Like, I'm guilty of it, having a guard up and not expressing how I feel and stuff. And I'm not, I'm not like a, I'm not saying anything to like people like, oh, I need cradling or anything. It's just like the truth of, like, I struggled, like, big time. I struggled when I did bodybuilding that I was just pushing people away and I felt alone. And then I finished bodybuilding for a brief period of time. I struggled on how I looked. And then it sort of just, I woke up one day and I'm like, oh, I'm all right. Um, and I've never been as happy. So it's, for me, the journey was, it wasn't an easy journey leaving bodybuilding because at the end I was just upset and just, I weren't challenged and everything was just sort of just on a downward spiral. Then I finished and then I was, sort of felt lost Um and then I sort of like found myself, if you can say, like found myself. But yeah, and now I've never been as happy in everything. Every aspect of life is just like good. It's yeah. um, how life should be. And when you were in that place where you felt quite low and you said you felt quite alone after pushing people away, how did you initially start to take action to get yourself into a better place? Like, was there anything that sort of pushed you to do that and how did you do that because there might be a lot of people listening who are in that low place now and they feel like they can't get out of it yeah so so like my low place was like 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 very low I was doing I was was out every weekend just because I felt so lost that goal had been took away of being an IFBB pro and then I didn't have one I didn't have no goal I sort of felt lost so I turned to going out and stuff um, and it was just really my family like it were a Christmas day the, the thing that turned was a Christmas day that I'd gone out on Christmas Eve um, I'd been out all night and I came in on Christmas day and my family just looked at me and they were like this is not you like what are you doing and it were that it were like 
I had a sit down with my mum and we had, we just spoke everything out. And I feel like that's one of them things that you need to do. Like I pushed my mum away so much when we did, when I did bodybuilding to a, a point that like we didn't really talk. And then it was that Christmas day that we just said like, what's going off? And I just opened up um, and like, I'm not afraid to say it, I cried like a baby, but um, it helps. Like you sometimes men have just got to just, whether it's a mate or your girlfriend or anyone close to you who you trust, just open up and be, just lay everything out because I I held it in for all the long. Um, and then when it comes out, you can, you can't start building on a building that's got no footings, if you know what I mean. You've got to lay them, you've got to lay everything out to grow from. Um, and that's what I did. I spoke to people and reached out to people and then sort of started making them um, that, that progress to being a better person. Yeah, it's so good to hear that because I, I just think so many people need that message if mm. they are in that spot where they're feeling quite low because sometimes it can be easy to think that you're the only one feeling that way. And it can be easy to think that you don't want to be a burden on anyone else by opening up, but actually people really appreciate you opening up and people just want to help you. And yeah. often talking is like one of the best things you can do. Yeah, 100%, 100%. The people who care will always want to listen. Like, you know a difference from someone who wants to listen to what you're saying or someone who is waiting for their to talk. Um and just go to the people who want to listen and just let everything out. Like someone who, like, like your parents, like I know not everyone's got like brilliant relationships with the parents or there's just someone or there's like therapy or someone you just need to talk everything out because holding it up, you feel so tight. You walk around day to day, like you've got a rucksack on your bag with however many weights in. And then when you just lay everything out, it's like you can finally breathe and just let everything sort of out. And it's just like a new lease of life that you get after everything's been said. Yeah. yeah I really appreciate you saying that and like I said I think so many so many guys will appreciate that and be able to relate to that or where you were feeling at that low point when you felt like it was really difficult to open up and it's it's just so important for people to talk and take that that initial step no matter how hard it feels in that moment you know it can feel so difficult to talk and I know that it's easier said than done yeah just just letting it out and talking to people who appreciate you and are there. And it's, it's, it's mad. It's like when you do, when you think about it, it's like all I'm doing is talking. You talk every day. That's all you're doing. You're just talking. You're talking every day to someone you probably talk to every day, but you just don't talk about them things. And when you, when you feel like, obviously, it's like a weight of world on your shoulders, just that little conversation, it just can, it's literally, it can be like 10 minutes, 10 minutes, and then you're like... Like, and then no, any time I've ever been faced with something like holding something in, whenever I've said it, I've been like, what, why, why did I not just say that like two or three months ago? And then I wouldn't be in this position that I'm in. So I do like having open conversations and like relationships with people where conversations can happen. I do feel that that's a, that's a massive factor in getting, just getting yourself out of any deep hole. Yeah. And since you've been more open to communicating about that sort of thing and you've also become healthier and happier personally, I know you touched on this briefly, but has that had a positive impact on your relationships with friends and with loved ones as well? 100%. 100%. We're like, we're just we're like one big massive, I know it's not everything, like everyone's not always happy with it, family, like families argue, but 
Like, I feel like sometimes that I was like that elephant in room when I did bodybuilding because if someone said something that I didn't agree with, I'd be like, bang. I, it were, I was so short-fused all the time and I was just, I don't know, I was like so negative. People would like watch what they're saying around me. Like my little niece and stuff won't say stuff to me and my nephew and stuff won't say stuff because I was just like this different guy. But now I'm Uncle Joe, the knobhead, and I, that's meant. Um, it can like, be easy to become quite defensive, do you know, when you're yeah. stuff like that. Oh, oh my, my, my mum wouldn't even talk to me on prep. She wouldn't even come into the same room because if I, oh, it's so I ate like I, I had a favorite spoon, and if it weren't art, if it weren't, I couldn't find it, I'd be stressing. I had a favorite bowl, I'd be stressing if I couldn't use it. Um, I, I used to eat my porridge in the morning in dark. If anyone came into the room, I'd be like, ah, it's. <laughs> So fucked, so fucked. But yeah, like it's weird. My mum just didn't want to be near me because I'd cause an argument somehow. I'd be like, "Where's my spoon?" Like, oh. Yeah, I know. It's it's so mad to look back on, but I'm just so glad that you're healthy and happy now. And it's so it's been so good to see you progress like personally and professionally and I'm sure now you've made that progress things will only continue to to grow for you like personally and professionally um if anyone is sort of thinking of going through this transition at some point soon or is going through this transition now what would the biggest pieces of advice you would give to those people be um enjoy it enjoy finding out them new like I always like someone asked me this and I said it the other day, like enjoy them new things that you haven't enjoyed for ages, like eating out of a different bowl or that like enjoying different ways of sport or stuff like that. And just, just do it. And you'll re- like, it'll take a while, obviously be ready for all the changes that are probably going to happen physique wise. And like your mental state might change, but enjoy the, like, I, I say it all the time about enjoying the process, but it is, it's a completely different process to a prep process. It's a process of sort of like not waking up, but like getting back to normal, if you know what I mean. Just yeah. finding that new, like normal life. Enjoy that because once once you're at this sort of stage that we're at, it's meant. Yeah. Life, it's, like it's like a process of self-discovery in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like you go on a journey. It's like hippie as it might sound you're like you are going on a journey to find a different life I, I sound like Gandhi but you know what I mean yeah I know yeah. but yeah just enjoy it um because it's it's a good life <laughs> this life we live is a good life it is a good life yeah um but no thank you so much Joe. it's been an absolute pleasure this has been a fantastic podcast and I can't wait to get it out to everyone where can people find you on social media um is there any other sort of like websites or anything like that you want to mention um so my instagram and everything else youtube is all joe cross pt um and yeah everything on there is try and make it a bit funny um and yeah, like I try, like I do stuff like this, like nice pieces of information for people who are wanting to get into CrossFit or hybrid or whatever sort of this is, like whatever this label is that we've got. Um, and yeah, if you want to follow me, then yeah, cheers. We'll label it, Joe. We'll label it the Good Life. Yeah, no, what? Yeah, the Good Life. <laughs>
we would lie. But thank you so much for listening, guys. As always, if you do enjoy the content on the Female Fitness Podcast, please like, subscribe, and leave a review down below. And I will see you all next week. Also, tag us in your Instagram story and let us know that you're listening as well. And I'll see you in the next one.